0: Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano.
1: This episode of the Sports Spectrum podcast with NFL quarterback Case Keenum and his wife Kimberly are brought to you by Compassion International. For $38 a month, you can release a child from poverty. It's that simple. Go to compassion.com slash sports spectrum. And for that $38, it provides food, education, medical care, and vocational training, all done in the name of Jesus. The most trusted child development ministry in the world is Compassion International. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum and sponsor a child today. Today's guests on the podcast are Case and Kimberly Keenum. Of course, you all know Case Keenum, the NFL quarterback, currently with the Denver Broncos, and that may change fairly soon. Case, of course, came into the NFL undrafted from the University of Houston, the only quarterback in Division I FBS football history to have passed for more than 5,000 yards in each of three different college football seasons. It's a lot of passing yards. And Case's NFL journey has been a roller coaster one for sure. He came to Houston undrafted, then to St. Louis, then to Houston again, then back to St. Louis, and then the LA Rams as well. Minnesota Vikings in 2017 where he kind of put his his mark or made his mark, put his foot in the sand, kind of stamped his approval if you will by leading the Vikings to the NFC Championship game and then signed a, a deal with the Denver Broncos and started all 16 games and was their quarterback in 2018. And just recently over the past week or so the news came out that there will be a reported trade in the works. Sending Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco to the Denver Broncos. And so we had a chance to catch up in person with Case and Kimberly Keenum at a a conference that we're at in Florida. And this is the first time we believe that Case has uh, responded to the trade uh, publicly and talked about uh, kind of his thoughts, his feelings on uh, yet another uncertainty, if you will, in his NFL career. And we also got to talk to Kimberly, his wife. Uh, Kimberly has been obviously alongside case through this whole ride and we were able to get her reaction as well and I think people forget when we're talking about athletes that it's not just the players that we watch on Sundays but anything that happens whether it's a trade or they're released or they sign a new contract this affects the entire family and obviously whatever happens to case affects his wife Kimberly too they're both great people and uh, both great followers of the Lord And we were just grateful to have them here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. So let's take a listen to Case Keenum and his wife, Kimberly, here on Sports Spectrum. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Appreciate having you. Good to talk to you. Um, There's a little news out there, Case, that just came out uh, about a week or so ago as we're taping this in mid-February with regards to your team, the Broncos, who you're under contract with right now. And uh, obviously nothing's official, and the league year hasn't hasn't even hit yet in, in March. And there's already news out there that the Broncos are looking to acquire or going to acquire Joe Flacco as a quarterback. Um, I'm just wondering what your reaction was when you saw the news that, uh, that this had took place or is going to take place.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Elway called me that morning, and, uh, you know, we had a great conversation, so, um, you know, which he didn't have to do, and uh, I appreciated that. Um, you know, I was definitely, I was definitely shocked. It was, it was a surprise for us. Um, you know, and I, th- I think probably for the first, you know, day or so, that's kind of what it was. But uh, um, you know, for us, we're definitely disappointed. It's not something we wanted, uh, wanted to happen. I know that, uh, you know, everybody's doing their job, and and John feels like that was a, a chance for him to, to help the Broncos out. So for us, um, you know, it's a, uh, it's another chapter in our lives, and 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 we're gonna you know we're going to roll with it you know we're going to approach this like i do everything in my entire life and uh you know that it's you know it's not by accident this has happened and uh you know it's just another another chapter and another another uh you know opportunity to overcome uh, you know some you know some adversity in my life so um you know i know uh my time with the broncos has been really special i've enjoyed every second of it uh i have absolutely been so proud to wake up every day and to walk into that building and to, to call myself to, to represent the Broncos as, as their quarterback. So I know the tradition and history, um, that the the Broncos have at quarterback, especially. Um, and, uh, it was an honor. It was an honor to, uh, you know, to, uh, to represent, represent them. And, um, you know, I, I really, it's, it's really open-ended right now. We don't know what's going to happen. There's still a lot up in the air. This is very fresh. Mm. So, um, You know, a lot of these motions that we're talking about is still still kind of going on. Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's still happening. So, you know, who knows what's, uh, you know, what's going to be in store? I I, I don't for sure. Um, You know, uh, you know, God does. But, uh, you know, we'll be ready for whatever God has in store for us next.
1: We don't usually have the wife of a player who's going through a news cycle story in sports with us. But we do have your wife, Kimberly, here uh, and Kimberly. I'm always fascinated to know, because this doesn't just affect him, it affects you as well. Uh, What are you thinking and going through as news like this comes? This is what you've been through six teams in seven years, I think you guys had told us before earlier. So now this happens, what's your reaction as the wife of of Case?
0: Well, at first I definitely was really surprised. I was not expecting it, and I think instantly you're, you're a little just kind of mad a little bit too. Like I'm protective of my husband. So part of that emotion happens too. And then the next it kind of sets in. It's like, well, here we go again. Just, um, I feel like my whole motto and this whole NFL experience is just having peace in the unknown. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we keep having the unknown and not sure what's going to happen next. So, I've really had to cling to that. I'm a natural planner. I like to know everything going on. And I've been put in a situation for the last now eight years going on um, of not having any control. And I think the Lord has put us there to just constantly be be on our knees, just praying and trusting and constantly trusting His plan. And um, so... Yeah, that's where we're at. And I thought, here we go again. Let's see what happens. So <laughs> another we'll journey. Out. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. we'll find
1: out what happens, obviously. Yeah. Um, Case, social media, I think, is always interesting during moments like this when stories come out. Do you check social media? Are you looking at Twitter after this story starts to surface and break and see what people are thinking, see what's being said out there? How does how does that play a role into how you kind of find out what's going on out there? Social media there?
2: Yeah, Uh I'd be I'd be lying if I told you I didn't I didn't check it Um, just with the way news breaks these days and how it happens um, I kind of go back and forth you know there's times where I take Twitter off my phone and I try not to you know listen to anything and don't listen to radio or don't watch you know the news don't watch um, you know any of the sports outlets but then you know there's times where it's like we're googling our name and trying to figure out is there any you know what's going on out there you know Um, you know so you take it with a grain of salt I had a I had a it's funny, though, I had a, a, a friend back, uh, I think it was 2013 or 14, that um, when I got cut from the Texans the first time and signed by the, the Rams off waivers, uh, I had no idea what was happening. And my, my friend called me, my best friend from high school, Zach, and uh, he said, congrats, man, you're a Ram. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I had no <laughs> idea. He knew before I did. The whole world seemed to know before we did. And uh, uh, so sometimes you get, news,
1: you get your news better like that. Do you do that, Kimberly? Are you on social media and checking and seeing what are people saying about Case? What's the latest story? What's happening Are you on there?
0: You know, early on in his career, I feel like I checked all the time, and I have learned to not. I actually don't even have it on my phone. That's good. Um, and I don't look. I have the ESPN app, though. I do check on that. It feels the most reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not look at Twitter. Just I feel like people use it in such a negative way, and there all can right. be a thousand amazing, sweet comments out there, and then there's that one negative, and you remember that negative. And so um, I just try to protect myself with that.
1: Case Keenum is our guest here on the Sports Spectrum podcast with his wife, Kimberly. I want to ask you about 2018. You talked about a little bit, Case, about playing in Denver last season. But I want to talk about it from a spiritual perspective and kind of what the Lord was doing both in, in both of your lives last year. We'll start with you, Kimberly, and just kind of the dynamic of faith within the wives of that locker room in Denver.
0: Yeah. Every year it's so unique and the women on the team and the men, and um, it's always such a great growing experience. You get out of your comfort zone, you're on a new team and trying to get to know people. So I feel like you're just stretched in your faith always. Um, whenever you're just thrown in, in a new environment, uh, this year, it was so great though. We had uh, a chaplain and his wife on the team and we were really blessed to have that Allison and Reza uh, Zeta. And, uh, they were just an amazing couple. And so first off instantly was able to have her to go to, to kind of get the, just what was the environment like on the team and what was the. Um, where women come into Bible study and interested in, in the Lord. And so um, that was really, really helpful. And so we had Bible study once a week, and that was really great. We had several girls, a lot of defensive girls. And if you know anything about football, the the offense and defense kind of stick together. And so it was really unique this year to have the defense, um, the defensive girls with us and, um, just to grow in our faith. We had an awesome Bible study and studied through Colossians that actually through the increase with PAO, the women, um, in charge of the women's ministry put that on. And mm-hmm. so weekly we were together just diving into the word, diving into Colossians and, and growing. So it was a, it was a unique year. We're more in a leadership role too, since we're older. Yeah. And so, um, we're just able to hopefully make an impact. That's like my goal on the team every single year is just to pour into the women and, and just share our faith. So that's why we're here. That's why we keep moving around. The Lord keeps wanting to use us and, and sharing our faith with people. As so,
1: you were going. As we are going. Case, what about you and, in just spiritually being the leader, being the quarterback and what faith was like in, in you from your perspective, I guess from this year in Denver. Yeah. I
2: mean, it's uh you know, it's why we're here. Um, you know, why we were called to Denver obviously, Um, uh, is to, is to share our faith coming in as, as the guy, as a quarterback, as a franchise quarterback was, uh, you know, it was a great place of leadership to start from, um, yeah. you know, and, uh, y- using that on the field, I think it really carried over off the field, uh, you know, with, with my teammates and with the wives and, and girlfriends. So, um, you know, we, we saw God work in a lot of different ways this year. Um, you know obviously we came to to win football games and 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 do uh some great things on the field didn't win as many as we wanted to but uh we had a great year off the field uh spiritually i mean the bible studies the get togethers that uh we were able to put together we have a lot of people here um you know pao and uh, some relationships that are going to be um you know that were formed this year are going to be you know uh carried carried on forever and uh we're excited about that so um you know we grew a lot we grew a lot in our faith together as a couple um had some really cool opportunities uh, with sports spectrum to do some stuff that uh um you know has made an impact globally and uh you know that's what's cool about the the platform of the nfl and especially the broncos i mean there's broncos fans everywhere mm-hmm. i mean we go to every stadium across the country and uh a lot of them are more orange than uh than a lot of places so it was it was cool it was cool to see
1: you mentioned it, and I was going to go there. Football Sunday was mm-hmm. one of the cool opportunities through Sports Spectrum that you guys um, shared your story. Thousands of churches on Super Bowl Sunday heard, in essence, a Case and Kimberly Keenum sermon And in some ways. It's kind of funny to hear it like that, but it was. And our church in Connecticut showed it as well. And I thought um, it was very telling as you guys shared your story of struggle and you're just kind of trusting in God in the midst of – you're trying to have children and having that not come to fruition yet. Um, but I really thought the story that stood out the most for me in the sense of what I learned was that you're telling your story during the struggle. And we've been talking about this a little bit here at the, at the conference we're at. Instead of waiting until it's over and saying, see what God did? It's no, it's as we're going. We're going to keep referring to that sort of four mm-hmm. letters there as we're going. Um in telling the story as it's happening while you're going through it? Why was it important to come out and sort of share that story at that point of the struggle that you're still in the midst of right now? Yeah. I mean, trial, I guess is, a better yeah, word, yeah. I mean,
2: it's, it's, uh, you know, it's life. And if you want to answer, yeah, first, I, yeah. I would just
0: say it, I feel like right now with women, it's kind of just a silent epidemic for women that yeah. struggle with infertility. And there's so many women out there that are going through it. And so Um, I think part of us just didn't want people to, I don't know, I don't know the right word to say, like to feel alone. It's not so much that, but just to have hope and just to continue to be used by God in the midst of your struggle and to not let that, um, cause you to, to be alone and to have the, I don't know, you know, just to be out there still, to To not isolate. Yeah. Not, that's the word I was looking for, not to be isolated. And, um, I actually got so many comments after the Uh, the sermon uh, or after football Sunday from a lot of women saying that they weren't even going to show up to church because they, they didn't want to go because they feel uncomfortable when they're there because they, they so badly want a family. And um, it's just a place where I think your vulnerabilities come out. And so, so many women told me they, they went and they showed up and um, they want to keep showing up and they want to keep just being there for other people going through it and continue to grow in their faith and to be used by God in the midst of their struggle. So
1: um, has it I helped you? Be, has it helped you been able to, as you go through this, to by sharing it, seeing how it's helped you deal with it in in, in the process of going through what you're going through? Because you're you're seeing that it can actually help others. Has yeah. it helped you yeah. be encouraged in that way too?
0: You know, I feel like you want to find purpose in all that you go through, and I definitely feel like you know God's using this for His. For a purpose yeah. and so definitely helps. I mean, it doesn't make it any easier. It's still so hard, and yeah. you're reminded daily when you get asked about it. But
1: yeah. um, how do you us, deal with from as a husband?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we we try to come at it all, um, you know, with with the angle with the with the lens of the Great Commission, and that's to make disciples, and that's that's where the as you're going, um, you know, go and make disciples is what it says. But uh, that word go is not just. Not just go out and do, but it's as you're going. So as we're playing football, as we're yeah. running a podcast, as we're you know being being a, in ministry, serving as a wife, um, you know as a, as a you know servant to others, as you're a businessman, as you're a lawyer, a teacher, whatever it is you're doing, go and make disciples. So um, you know for us, it's as as I'm a footballer, as we're struggling with this, as we're going through you know doubt and what's going on on the field, you know, as there's transition there, um, point people to Christ. And that's our, that's our number one job as believers, as, as Christ followers is, is to point others to Christ. And, um, you know, doing that in, in the, uh, context, context of disciple making, which Jesus laid out for us, uh, in this, this playbook, that's the Bible and his in his ministry, um, is is why we were encouraged and and why we decided to do that and and to tell people about it because and I think being transparent you know letting people see inside a little bit of of what we're going through and why we do what we do and um, you know I think it I think that matters I think people listen and um, that's what we want to be we are who we are we can't we can't change it Um, you know I'm not going to change who I am Um, you know I want to be better. I want to be a better person, a better husband, wife, or excuse me, a husband. Yeah, hopefully, father one day. Um, not a wife. football player. You yeah, don't want to a wife, wife. <laughs> no. Uh, but all those things. And so, I think from the lens of the Great Commission and making to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them yeah. um, in the name of the Father, Spirit. And I think that that through that uh, lens is kind of where
1: we where we came from. Do you allow yourself to get pissed off? Forgive my language. You know, to say, you know, what, this sucks. Do you allow yourself to say that, especially in the midst of the football side of it and what's going through right, what you're going through right now, but also through the personal side? And it's like, God, what are you doing here? Or do you try to stay just focused and laser positive here to kind of keep pushing forward? Yeah, and and my mom would be mad too, but yeah, we've
2: there's been times yeah. we've been pissed, yeah, man. yeah, we've been pissed <laughs> sure. off. So that's right. Uh, sorry, mom, but I mean that's you know that's emotions you have and yeah. God gave us human emotions to have. And, and, uh, you know, I think channeling them in the right right direction is, is really important. Um, you know, I, and, and dealing with it just like the, you know, the news that happened this this past week, you know, dealing with the shock, the anger, whatever it is that we went through the, sure. the, the stages. Um, but then being able to channel it into something positive. Um, and that's, that's what I've done my whole career. Uh, you know, and I think it, it translates to to personal life as well. I mean, that's, that's you know, what we do and we've we've been through so much that we know god has us we know he's he has a plan for us and it's so much better than anything we could ever imagine and it doesn't mean everything in our life is going to be good right. um but it means that they're all working towards good yeah i yeah. mean where's
0: our hope though where like if we didn't have our faith in the lord and right. and just trusting his plan like where would our hope be and i think that i would feel hopeless if i didn't have that and of course we feel so sad and it's I mean definitely putting on a great face that we're great we're doing well I mean yeah we are though we're doing fine but it yeah. that does not mean that we don't have these moments of struggles so yeah. mm-hmm. we're, that's I mean that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it too is like you look at an NFL player you think they're perfect and they've got it all together well we still are human and we still have a lot of struggles that we go through and um but if we didn't have our faith, it would be a whole lot harder.
1: Yeah. I always wonder about too, like just dealing with death, you know, some people go through mm. terrible tragedies and I always wonder how do you go through something like that yeah. without a faith? Yeah. You know, do you ever think about that? Yeah. Like just how do you go through anything, struggles, trials, anything without faith yeah. in something, especially faith in Christ, obviously. Right. You know, I love being
2: a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do. I mean, I, I absolutely don't, I know for a fact I wouldn't be where I am. Um, I know for a fact, I mean, God put her in my life for a reason. I'd be in the ditch somewhere, you know, who knows where, <laughs> begging for money. I don't know what I'd be doing. But, uh, um, you know, I think uh, yeah, being a Christian is a lot better than an alternative.
1: I would say so. <laughs> Let's close it with this. Um, a year ago, Casey, you were a free agent looking for a new team, as we saw at the the conference that we're at now a year ago. Coming off of the Minneapolis Miracle, he wrote the book, um, and lots of good things there. And then some of the stuff that you've just talked about, um, what's the biggest lesson and you can jump into Kimberly that, that I'll start with you case that you've learned from God in the past year. We just go back a year ago and you think, start with maybe the Minneapolis miracle from that moment to where we are now, mm-hmm. 13, 14 months later, lots, a lot of highs, some, a lot of lows and lots of good stuff in the middle. What's the biggest lesson that you take away and share with our audience that you've learned from God? Oh,
2: there's, there's so many, Um, you know, and we, and we, we always do look back, um, you know, at a year, you know, when it's, when it's the end of the year, we look back and think like, what's, what's this year been like? What's God done? And I mean, it's been, it's been unbelievable. I mean, we have been literally all over the map uh, for one, Um, but uh, you know, God has shown up in so many different ways in our life. Um, If I, if I could think of one, one in particular, probably the biggest um, you know, it happened during during the Minnesota Miracle um, mm. during the play, um, and people probably heard you know about the interview or the the questions that I got ask after that game. was, this has got to be the best moment of your life, right? Because it was it was incredible. I mean, it was Viking Stadium is unbelievable. The playoff atmosphere, um, you know, beating Drew Brees and the Saints to go to the NFC Championship on a on a you know a game winning touchdown pass that uh, uh, was literally the only walk-off touchdown that's ever happened in an in a NFL playoff game. It's
1: the craziest ending I've ever seen to a football game. Yeah, that I mean, meant that me much. too. And yeah. I'm,
2: I still struggle to believe it sometimes <laughs> that it actually happened. Yeah. Uh, but they asked me, like, this has got to be the best moment of your life. And I was like, you know, um, I really – at that at that moment, at that time, I asked, like, there was nothing in my head. Like, I had no words to say. I was I, – before that question came, I mean, I, I remember just my mind blown. There's pictures of me, just like, what is going on right now? Yeah. And God put it on my heart at that moment. It's like, no, it's this is not the best moment of your life. You know, there's there's two others. There's when you gave your life to Christ. That's the best moment of my life. And then when I married my wife, that's the that's the second. This is this is third. The yeah. Minnesota Miracle was third. So, um, and the and the reason I tell that story is because right after that game, you know, 30 minutes later, we all walked off the field. Um, you know an hour later I showered everybody they kicked everybody out of the stadium you know <laughs> and, and you go home right <laughs> we go home and we go the next week to Philly and they kick our butts yeah know, we got we got stomped, and uh that moment was over it 's over and i 'll be able to share that story and and share that moment and that memory with a lot of people but uh um to have that end i mean that's, that's that 's that end and and my relationship with christ that uh you know that's that 's going to have eternal value yeah. Uh, my relationship with my wife. I mean, I, I come home to her and my best friend every day. And, uh, you know, those are so much more important than, uh, you know, anything you and I could do, uh, you know, in this world. So Absolutely. that's that's uh, probably the biggest thing for me.
1: Kimberly, my last words or what you've yeah, been Yeah, I,
0: I was trying to think about it, but I i feel like a thing that keeps popping up in my head is just continuing to be rooted in Christ and continuing to just trust in Him, and and that's through studying your Bible, and that's having your quiet time because there's going to be trials. We're gonna maybe get a phone call, and maybe be moving, or maybe staying. Who knows? Or we may be going through this, this stuff with just trying to have a child, and yeah. um, just to continue to stay rooted in Him. And He's going to fill us up, you know. And He's He's our full satisfaction. That's what His desire is in our life to just um, to be our first love. You know, we want um, to be able to. To have that solid relationship with him and and we'll be all right no matter what happens. We have our trust and faith in the Lord and to just pour out onto other people and share our faith with others and we're keeping gonna be main, okay.
2: Keeping the main thing the main thing and you know, <laughs> that's right. You know, all this other stuff, man, it's just it's just water off the back,
1: yeah, It's fleeting. <laughs> um Case and Kimberly Keenan, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks, and we'll Appreciate be watching and so thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks, thank Jason. You. Appreciate you thanks. having us. And many thanks to Case and Kimberly Keenum for joining us here on the Sports Spectrum podcast. They have a great story, and there's so much going on in their lives, literally as we tape this interview, uh, going uh, forward without knowing where they're going to be playing uh, next year, uh, assuming they're under contract with Denver, but probably looking to move on. And then, of course, trying to start a family and the uncertainty that lies there. Uh, but I love their their faith, just what is faith, right? In Hebrews 11, it says, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And they are sure of their hope in Christ. And they are certain, even though they can't see Him, that Jesus is at the center of all that they're doing. And you could sense that as you talk to them about some of the things they're going through, especially the idea of sharing in the midst of the struggle what they're going through as opposed to waiting until the end looking back and say see this is what i went through and this is how it worked no it was about the midst of the struggle telling people in the midst what they're going through how it's working etc cetera, etc cetera. so really good stuff there uh, thankful to case thankful to kimberly and wish them nothing but the best in the future both in the nfl certainly with starting a family and, and we'll get case back on i'm sure at some point this year and kind of find out The next step in his football journey, you can give Case a follow on Twitter at Case Keenum and he may be checking it and he may be not, but you can give him a follow there at Case Keenum. Many thanks to Case and Kimberly and many thanks to Compassion International for $38 a month. You can release a child from poverty, food, education, medical care vocational training, all done in Jesus' name. Compassion International does it right. They provide, through the most trusted child development ministry in the world, a way, uh, a road, an access for you and I to make room at our table for one more in providing hope for a child in need. It's $38 a month, basically three bucks a day. And look what this does. Again, food education, medical care, vocational training. It releases these children from poverty. How great is that? Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum and sponsor a child today. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Sports Spectrum Podcast. You can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sports underscore Spectrum. You can always follow us on our YouTube channel as well and subscribe there. And all of our content can be found at Sports Spectrum com, including an article on this podcast on Case's comments on hearing that the Broncos were trading for Joe Flacco. So check it out over at SportsSpectrum.com. And there's articles every single day on the intersection of sports and faith and just tons of content there. Uh, and so many people have checked out the website over the past just couple months, almost a, a million of you, half a million of you have checked it out. So really grateful to all of you for supporting Sports Spectrum and getting the word out that these stories exist these stories of sports and faith exist and what a great outlet for for athletes and different people to come and share the most important thing in their life and that is their faith in Christ so check it out sportspectrum.com. thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time with a brand new episode of the sports spectrum podcast have a great rest of your day